What up, what up, what up, guys? It is Vaughn Joseph. Jonas Garvin. Sleeping on at the wheel over there. It's free pizza, free vodka podcast. Episode, I think it's episode 30. Yeah, 30, maybe 35. I don't know. I lost track. I'm still jet lagged, so you have to excuse me. I know I've been back a week, but I'm still a little jet lagged from the trip. No way you're still jet lagged. A week later? Okay, maybe I'm just hungover from last night, but I'm using jet lag as long as I can as an excuse for being stupid. I'll still be using it like at Thanksgiving. Like, oh, yeah, why are you late? Oh, I'm jet lagged, you know? <laughs> it's a great excuse for just being late and being an idiot. Jet lag. Oh, well, you know. So how was everything over in Ireland, Scotland, all that? You guys had a good time, I'm assuming? Oh, dude, you know, um, I would have to say Scotland was completely different than I expected. I, I had no – I did no research. I was just like, let's just go. I, I didn't even know that Edinburgh oh, – Edinburgh, whatever it's called. Edinburgh. Looked like that. It was like being in a postcard. Mm. Um, it was – have you been there? That's yeah, pretty dope up there. Yeah, dude, it was crazy, and like just the history and and all that. Um, you know, when you're in when you're in bars and pubs that are older than America, you know, it's kind of like puts a perspective on just how young our country is over here. And uh, the 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 thing that shocked me the most about the entire trip is guess where I liked the food the best was Scotland, which I thought was great. However, I will have to say probably the best seafood pie. And the best beef stew I've ever eaten in my life was at the Guinness Brewery in Dublin. And I got a little uh, intelligence on Guinness, as a matter of fact. Um, and I don't, I don't know if I should tell you on the podcast because any chance of – like I don't want Guinness to send a hit squad over here. So I'll tell you after the podcast. I'll let people come up to me after the shows, and I'll tell them one-on-one because I don't want – let's just put it this way. If you're drinking Guinness outside of Ireland or parts of England, you're not drinking real Guinness. It's um, not from Dublin. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you how they make it. And that's all I'm going to – right there. That's that's death talk. If somebody from Guinness is listening, they're, they're coming at me right now. Um, well, no one from Guinness is listening. I, I can't, <laughs> right? so, yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, no, the, the, the Europe was great, man. The, the, just the people um, – Dublin was way different than I thought it would be. It's worse than Hollywood, dude. How do you walk around in that city? Um, yeah, it was it was crazy. But the, like the Ring of Kerry and we did the Ring of Skilling where we saw where they shot Star Wars and just a really, really uh, rad trip that we got to see so much. Kiss the Blarney Stone, all that stupid tourist stuff, but um, which I had no idea was in Blarney Castle. Like I thought it was a rock in the middle of a field, you know. And uh, no, you got to like go up this castle and you hang upside down and it's pretty rad. Um, yeah, just and, and, and the thing is, um, it made my I wouldn't say hatred of Los Angeles. I like L.A. I love living here. But the thing about Los Angeles is it's very, very hard, especially in Hollywood anymore, to find a good just a neighborhood pub or bar. That's and over there. It's just a complete opposite. We couldn't find a bad one anywhere we went, you know, Um but here, since they've turned a lot of the neighborhood bars in Hollywood into high-end cocktail lounges and bullshit like that. But still, I mean, just uh, Los Angeles in general, it's tough to find just, you know, there's plenty. I mean, there's plenty of them here. But, you know what I'm saying? It's not like you got to you gotta look for them. There, you just walk into a place and it's like, hey, like, everybody's your family and everybody's glad to see you. And it's homey and it's rad and it's so mm-hmm. 
awesome. At least you got some options for it at home, and you're not going without completely. So you're not. Yeah, no, you're not completely without. But just the the contrast of of uh, the people and and stuff like that. And uh, but it was it was it was just a great great trip. We can't wait to get back. And like yourself, I wouldn't mind moving over there. But then all of a sudden, like you don't have 82 and sunny every day. I can't do it, man. I can't I can't do the the dreary cold and wet thing. You know, it just, it just, I, I can't do it. So I'll stay here with the high rent and the smog and the traffic, I guess. <laughs> Whatever makes your life easier, that's what you're supposed to do. So. Yeah, and if I'm not here to play pizza guy number two and fisherman number three and biker number four and all these commercials and TV shows, who is? And, you know, I mean, because there's not a lot of people that act in Los Angeles. So, you know, um, you know, they, you got to stay, you got to stay where the market is, man. Your decision on this day, I'm giving you some free pizza. 1864, U.S. President Abraham Lincoln formally established Thanksgiving as a national holiday on this day. Pretty cool. Really? Yeah. Here's some free vodka. 1998, fast forwarding, comedian Richard Pryor is awarded, awarded the very first ever Mark Twain Prize for American humor. Wow, has it been that long? Because I remember watching that on TV, and uh, and Robin Williams and all those guys talking, and, and and Damon Wayans had a a great line on that. Um, like, you know, every comedian grows up watching Richard Pryor, and uh, and if you you know, we all we all stole from Richard, and if you haven't stolen from Richard, you're probably not very funny. <laughs> yeah, man, that was like 21 years ago. So it's like... wow, and you know what bums me out, dude? Is I I came within like a couple nights a few times uh hanging out down at the comedy store doing a set and like like everybody's like oh last night you just missed richard he was here and or you know oh you know last night uh right after you left rob williams popped in and i'm like these are like two guys that i always thought that i would get to to at least shake their hands you know when i got to la mm-hmm. um and that just i wouldn't say haunts me or but it does bother me that i never because you know those are two guys I grew up on like, you know, um, you know, like George Carlin, lots of, but you know, but like, but Rob Williams, maybe be a little disappointed. (laughs) I would say, yeah, maybe that's a better word, but I'm like, it's, it's just kind of a bummer because when you're so close, um, to, to that, to being able to just kind of, you know, because you, you grow up watching the movies and the stand up, and it's such a huge part of your life since, I mean, my mother took us to like every Richard Pryor movie, every, uh, Robin Williams movie, and we're just huge fans of of both. And I knew I'd never get to meet George Carlin, you know, because he passed away before I even got here. But uh, and like Roddy Dangerfield and stuff like that. But but the fact that I was so close to like you know meeting Richard and Robin Williams, that's that's kind of always. Well, you're in LA, out. so you always have an opportunity to at least meet or most people that are out there that don't have access to those kind of. But I did see Tara Reid at Ralph's the other day, huh? Huh? Score one for the J Dog. She's one of my Facebook friends. <laughs> Is she? Yeah. Uh, maybe That's... on my on my old account I just deleted it, so I don't know. She um I think she lives around the corner because I see her at this one uh condo complex all the time when I'm out walking around. Um but yeah, she like totally tried to pick me up in the deli there at Ralph's and like, you know, she's like trying to get me to go home with her and stuff. I'm like, just I can't do it, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm I'm taking for. I'm kidding about that last part. I was going to say. <laughs> you idiot. Why didn't you go? All right. A sucker. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. He's stupid motherfucker. <laughs> I remember when I moved to L.A., I was always like, I'm going to hook up with Jennifer Tilly. That's the one Hollywood. That's album. yours? That, well, that was back in, you know, 2003 or whatever when I went up. Just the voice would make me want to leave. <laughs> like, I couldn't do it. Like, as long as she kept quiet, she's cute. But, like, the minute that opens that mouth, I'll be like, ah, I'm, I'm out of here, man. That's all right. It wasn't like it was going to happen anyway. So, speaking of California, they're making fur illegal in your state, I hear, as of the year 2023. So, if you own furs, guys... You got to lock them up tight because you're not going to be able to buy any more furs. There's going to be all kinds of like underground markets opening up in L.A. for furs. And they're going to be so expensive because there's going to be no stock. So does that mean I have to get rid of my chinchilla coat and my Komodo dragon boots, (laughs) my bald eagle hat? Well, you Um, know what? I think you can keep it all, but you just run a higher risk of it getting covered in paint if you wear it out in public, you know. Well, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't, fur is not one of those hotbed issues for me, you know, like I, I, I don't own any of it, but I don't like look at bad people that do, um, you know, I mean, I, I guess I would lean towards it being illegal. That's great. You know, it's save some more animals, but like you said, at the same time, what this is going to create, you're going to have some people in Beverly Hills that just got to have that mink coat. They've already know? got the mink coat. Okay, there you there's go. There's enough then. mink coats out there. Let's just put it that way. True. Like, there's, yeah, there's, there's been mink like, coats being made for like since I, I, I've been alive at least. And yeah, longer. and that's like this, the status symbol. Like once you achieve a certain wealth, you get that chinchilla yeah. coat. Yeah, there's Frank been Lucas lots of people shit. that have that have reached that, that, that pinnacle. So there's enough fur coats out there. They don't need to yeah. make any more. Exactly. It's not like their cars may go bad or anything like that. Yeah. Well, the thing is, when when you're wearing it and somebody comes and dumps a gallon of paint on it, then then you get you know you might need to get a new one. Yeah. Well, that's that's a whole different set of circumstances. But in general, your fur, your mink, or whatever it is you got should should be lasting. So they they there's enough. I saw like some video or how they do that shit. It's horrific what they do to those animals. Is it is it like making the McRib? Because that's back, by the way. That, I don't know. I'm putting that out there. As soon as we landed, I was McCarran at the McDonald's, is, dude. I, oh I saw God. the McGrill. That is disgusting, dude. <laughs> Says the guy who wanted Cheetos and Miracle Whip. Okay. To each his own. <laughs> one's real food and the other one's McRib. Okay. There's nothing real about a Cheeto. There's nothing real about a Miracle Whip. Is Cheetos and Miracle Whip are no, the, you're, you're, the your your sandwich is your sandwich is impersonating a meat. <laughs> it's trying to look like a piece I, of ribs. I think it's a it's a it's a it's American haggis is what it is. Like a basic bones and shit coming out of it, and it's a it's piece of so like delicious, so awesome, and it's for a limited time. Yeah, anyway. I'm, when I hang up with you, I might go get a McRib. But I'm th- I'm at, I'm thinking the process of making fur is probably similar to making the McRib. That's all I'm getting at. They're also getting rid of animals in the circus. Speaking of animal animal rights, since we're at least getting somebody all their rights, animal rights. They're um, gonna make them no longer something you can have in the circus, which I don't have a problem with. I mean, come on, give me a break. Well, I kind of do. Well, why would you go? The, I mean, as long as they're the problem is, is, is they got to be treated humanely. I'm all for the animals in the circus if they're treated correctly. But if they're being uh, dicks to them, you know. Animal, 
dancing around juggling shit for my entertainment. It's not what a lion is for. Well, we teach our dogs to do tricks. We teach our dogs to do tricks. Yeah, they're domesticated animals. They're supposed to be in the house. Well, after so- after you capture the lion and tranquilize him, and then he's domesticated. Oh, I disagree. I don't. I'm not down at all. No animals at the zoo. Screw the screw the or, uh, circus. I like the circus. So what do you go to the circus now? What are you going to see? Everything but. Look, I see the elephants. <laughs> it's it's, a, it's a seven-minute circus. The clowns and the people juggling fire and the guy with the knives throwing it at the chick. You can still see a whole... Movie. Okay, so that's okay. Throwing knives at women. But that's <laughs> fine. It's, but I we can't... Oh, that, that woman has agreed to be put up on that board, whereas that lion is not agreed to being put up onto that little pedestal with the other lions. And you see every now and then when those lions or those elephants are like, I haven't had enough of this shit. And they just I get the same up. vibe from the chicks getting their knives thrown at them, too. Like, paid. you know. I, well, eh. they're getting paid. So. We're, we're trudging into Harvey Weinstein territory here. They're happy. <laughs> they chose that line of work. If they didn't want to have knives thrown at them, then they would have studied harder in English class, I guess. I don't know. But that was speaking something. of which, <laughs> speaking of English class, I don't know if you've been on social media yet this morning and seen my post. Oh, man, but I'm on social media anymore. I just can we a new rule in the NFL for all the NFL shows, the pregame shows. If you're gonna hire these ex players, can we get them through an English class first? I, I mean, it's 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 like if you ask me, you know. But then they would. It's like it's I. I want you know, like it's amazing to me that you're getting paid bazillions of dollars to be on TV to talk about football, and I'm not the most well-spoken guy on the planet, but I'm also not, you know, okay. I guess sometimes I am, but but stand-up comedy is different than uh, being a sports analyst. Do you not agree? I think they're more commentators than they are analysts, but they're also like these young kids that. Yeah. Grew up in, you know, less than favorable conditions. They were really good at running the football or throwing a football or whatever. So then they gave them a whole bunch of money to go and play professionally. And that's just who they are, man. They grew up. in. No, I I get that's who you are in high school. Right. But you got to go to college uh, to play football. Right. Go to college at 20. Your focus isn't the grammar lessons. You're you're you just got drafted to SC or or, you know, of florida state or something like that your focus is playing football you're i get that i get that but you're still there could you at least take one english class just one you don't have to do math science why why do i have to change up how i talk to make you happy why can't you because i'm the one with the fucking because i'm the one watching you motherfucker go watch it then go watch well i gotta get all the i Go I got to get all the pregame news. Go watch Fox Sports News then or or whatever the alternative is for you. The ESPN. You don't have to watch my shit if you don't like the way I talk. What they need is a, a, like an alternative, like an RT or free speech TV. You know, the uncorporate media. So they need a, a pregame show on there. That's where LeBron and, needs to go after he just made his little China uh, quote kerfuffle. He's going to upset some people, but. Yeah, I, I don't. I did, I just read a little bit about it. I, didn't, I don't even know enough about the situation to comment on it, so I don't. I don't but even basically know. Basically, all it, all it was really was he was um, saying 
you know, yeah, stuff is happening over there, but, you know, there's stuff popping right here in my neighborhood every night, and, you know, no one's focusing on that, so I'm not as well-versed on that, you know, China issue, so I'm not going to comment on it. And because China spends so much money... Do you know how much money China spends well, uh, for the, in the NBA? It is unbelievable, dude. More people in China watch American basketball... And there you know, are, if I, there are I, people in America, dude. Well, I bet if I found out how much money China spent on on basketball, I go, "Yow!" See what I did there? Yeah, no, I know, wow. but did you not, I know, dude. I, I know it's. it's but did you it's hear what I said? Though? Podcast jokes. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> wrap your head around that though. The, the, there's more people that watch basketball than there are in the U.S. in China, so they definitely have some muscle over there, and they love basketball. So love it. So yeah, that's that's what that's what happened. So he, you know, had to, to stand down a bit. But I mean, I, I get it. I don't know what's going. Well, it's on. it's, it's I, all it's all a you know again anything with with sports. It's all about money. It's like oh, this might might cost the NBA some cash. So you you shut up, LeBron. It's kind of yeah, like that's... the Kaepernick thing. It's it's it was all about money. It's not about race. It's not about pro. It's it they Kaepernick costs the NFL money, so the owners get pissed off. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 sad, well, it's you know. About, but at the same time, the owners, it was definitely about race for, for the Kaepernick. I I think if if it was it was a a white dude that cost some money, I think it would have been the same thing. He would have been, you know, ostracized from the league. I I think that too, because it, you know it caused so many people to turn off NFL football, right? And it, they, they when you look at it, it caused more people to turn it off than than are turning it off now because of Kaepernick. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people that won't watch the NFL right now because of Kaepernick, which is understandable. But that percentage is smaller than what turned off because he was playing and, and taking a knee. So to me, it was a it was a money thing. It was a decision. The uh, and we all know the NFL owners are mostly scumbags. You know, they're like comedy club owners. Hey, cancel another booking for Jonas. But um, yeah, I think that was about money. But it's kind of sad, like you know, that LeBron just sends out a tweet and everybody's all up in arms. But then meanwhile, we have a, a president that tweets out some of the most outlandish shit that you like some of it. I'm like, is he saying no, but, and, and nobody calls him out for, it. you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just crazy that like they're athletes, movie stars, uh, can we, who gives a shit what they say on Twitter? You know, they yeah. don't, that doesn't they care because all those, like I said, all those people are spending their money with the NBA. So they yeah, no, well, there it is, money. Yeah, so I get it. he makes hundreds of millions of dollars from that from his yeah. job. Yeah, I would I would be careful with what I said. If that's he, what as I he's mean. as he's putting on his chinchilla coat, he's like, oh shit, I fucking I better backtrack a little bit. You know. A lot of people over there watching, watching them play. Mostly, they watch the Rockets because of Yao Ming. Yeah. Obviously, not playing now, but that's the main team from over there. So, um, I was watching this video. It's pretty disgusting. I get these things sent over to me uh, from time to time. They got this thing called a GIF tip, and it's like an. I dude, I read, I read up on it, and it's okay. Yeah, go ahead and, and explain to the listeners. What the drift yeah. tip is? No, I, I mean, no, it's just like some sort of. It almost looks like a band aid that just goes over the tip of your penis, 
And then I even just said penis is pitiful. <laughs> penis! It penis! Looks, it penis. looks like the it looks like a bikini bottom, like <laughs> the front part of a bikini bottom without the strings that just fits right over your the um urethra. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah. Well and it's it, the design is for we gotta tell people what it's for. It's designed so you do not ejaculate into a woman. It's a form of birth control. Oh, yeah, you, so you can, can still ejaculate into yourself then you know which okay to me it's really freaking me out like because where what happens do your balls explode do you come out of your ass uh does it come out of your nose like what's what i just i can't see anybody in their sane mind like yeah let's try this i, I want to blow a load inside myself yeah you're definitely gonna have some backup it's definitely gonna be backup yeah and th- that can't be good for you you know what i'm saying they, they can't be good. You know, there's a million different places that your semen is meant to go. And I back up it, in I your dick it, is not one of them. I think it looks cool. Like when you look at it, like people that are maybe having sex with condoms, they're probably thinking, oh, wow, this would be such a far better option versus wearing a condom for sex because they hate wearing yeah. a condom. So all you've got is this little little triangle covering the top. It doesn't do anything to, like, stop any disease or... All it's doing is maybe... Maybe. Yeah, the big... Blocking you from shooting your shot. It's blocking you from shooting your shot, and that's about it. So if you're having sex with a girl, you probably won't shoot up a club, but you're definitely going to nut in yourself, and you're still at risk for, you know, STDs. Yeah, so, like, it just, to me, it's... It sounds like it'd be like I might have to give this thing a dry run just to, just so we can report back. Um, yeah, you don't even have to have sex with it. You could probably just like jerk off with it or something and still get the same result. I don't know how I would feel about. Uh, should I tape it? And <laughs> we could post a video on the website. Sure. I don't ever want to see that. So um, what you do with your footage is is yeah. <laughs> What, then they probably put something like that on YouTube, you get a million hits. But you try throwing some well-crafted stand-up on there, and nobody wants to fucking deal with it. But, you know, you hit yourself in the balls with a fucking hammer, and fucking, and yeah. Every, every episode, you, know, you're, you with the balls and the hammer. Well, that's all it is. And then, and then fucking, then you're on Dancing with the Stars. You know well, what I'm saying? Why are you doing balls and hammer, Joe? I just can't bring myself to do it, dude. Maybe just... Well, you know what? After the Bears lost to the fucking Raiders last Sunday, I was ready to put the hammer to the balls. That was just disgusting. Well, we might go ahead and get into football since we were talking about (laughs) Well, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I, I just, but I mean, who, the, 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 what's it called again? The tip, tip flash or whatever it is. Gif tip. The gif tip. And the thing is too, it's like, to me, now it sounds like peanut butter. So I'm more like, you know weird weirded out by the whole thing when you sent me the article uh and i read up on it i'm like what well, who's thinking this you know what i'm saying because i don't think any guy in his right mind be like i need to design this it had to be designed by a woman i don't know, you know? i don't know I don't, it probably wasn't thought out it sounds painful it sounds really painful to me to do this i would yeah i would think it would be kind of hard to take it off i mean it's real sensitive down there or like a band-aid type <laughs> yeah dude and and the thing is, too, it's got to be stickier than a Band-Aid right. because it's got to it's got to hold G-forces, you know. Uh, and so 
G-forces, but yeah, I don't. I'm definitely not giving G-force action. I don't know what you're up to, but that's you know that's up to you. And, uh, more well, you see, when you when when you're in a, a committed relationship and you only use it once a week, you know it's you know <laughs> it comes out pretty fucking hard. Wish I was having sex once a week. <laughs> <laughs> he saw. Well, yeah, you got to move out of the country, bro. Apparently, this is the one place where the most one-night stands take place. Really? Women, well, you're more likely to have a one-night stand with an English woman than any other European-esque. Well, actually, it wasn't even Europe. It was um, Americans, uh, French, English, German, and I think Spanish. They did, like, a survey of all these women. The English women were, like giving up the ass the most on the first date or even just at a one night stand like you know you just met some chick at the club this is the spot you know what I've I found in my travels uh, but it's always been here in America I've never hooked up with a foreign chick on her turf it's always been here but I'd have to say as far as like one night stand sluttiness I gotta give it up to the Russian ladies like it's like yeah like i i put them on a pedestal man <laughs> like i don't know if any... oh dude um you might want to plan a trip or just get like a mail order or something but like yeah no it's it's you ever had one of those like one night stands where you're like it's like are we in a prince song you know what i'm saying <laughs> like 22 positions in one night stand get off um, um but yeah I've my experience sex like that before yeah, well, you know, I'm thinking maybe a trip to Russia for some research. Or maybe it's just the fact, maybe that doesn't happen in Russia. Maybe they figure out, hey, I'm in America, I can whore it up. You get that a lot with, with, with girls well, that aren't, exactly. you know. On a different podcast, we were talking about, um, I've got this girl in our podcast, her name's 8675309. And, Is she a big fan of Tommy Two-Tone? Well, that's, that's I call her that. She didn't know what it meant until I... She's a little younger than me, so I had to play her the song. <laughs> but um, anyway, she was talking about that very thing. Yeah, and it's I would I would say maybe that's the case. It's kind of like too like when I lived in Aspen, Colorado, which is a huge ski town. Uh, you get a lot of girls coming to that town, and they're never going to come back there again. Exactly. So why not up, just right? be a whore, you know? And exactly. nobody's going to find out. No, uh, they don't. No one cares. Because when I used to work in a bar in Detroit, we used to get that. These girls would come every summer from over here. One, uh, Two of them were from France, and two or three of them were from Germany. And they would just... <laughs> just, gob- just gobble cock they for 90 good. days. That's what the girl in the pocket, she's like, yeah, I'll go on like a holiday or something. Uh, no, I'm not going to see those people again. I might, you know, party in it up. I think that's I think that's great. I I think that's really, really great. And I hold those girls shout out to all you ladies that hoard it up when you're on holiday. God bless you. But then I I've got one that's even better. I like the chicks that hoard it up where they live, like especially in small towns, like just, you know, like just no qualms about it. Like you're in the wrong town for that, you know, just fucking like. And you, but you do see it a lot of these small towns in the Midwest. They'll just, um, like everybody's been in, there. you know, like she's just trying to get through the town, I guess. I don't know, but like it's like, wow, like you just, you don't care. 
They need to, they everybody need to here. Up, they need to set up a GIF tip promotion in that town so everybody can get their <laughs> GIF tip. We've said GIF tip enough. We should be getting. They should be GIF. GIF. Yeah. Give you a little uh, sample. What's up, GIF tip? Hook us up. Yeah, yeah, GIF tip on the free pizza and vodka podcast where you don't come. I, I, we'd have to come up with what's their slogan for the GIF tip? Like, are, uh, are you feeling backed up? Well, think again. I <laughs> think maybe like if you're if you're not because I've had sex and not climax before, like a, a few times. Now so, we're getting into the cocaine days. Well, <laughs> so I don't no, know if maybe talk about for me. If maybe um, if you did that, because I'm trying to think of when that might be advantageous to have. So say you're getting ready for work, she's getting ready for work, whatever. You want to get in and get a quick one, but you don't want to you know, make a mess. Mess, right? But then um, you're still gonna need a wet wipe to you know get those cooking things off. You, so. And probably surgery, I'm assuming. Um. Yeah, I just, I just, the whole experience sounds like, like it might be painful. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll, you know what? Maybe I'll get one. I'll get back to you, do some field research. Yeah, let you us know, know. Take, man. take one, take one for the team. Let us and, know. Uh, and, uh, yeah. I'm always interested in hearing how these products work out, and this is actually how a lot of younger people, and even people uh, um, our age, make money is they buy products and they do reviews and then they post their video on youtube and then they put a link underneath for their affiliate marketing site so you can buy these gif tips or whatever the product is you're reviewing if you're giving it rave reviews people click on the link and then next thing you know you're making making money man so we need it could to- be our tie pod challenge <laughs> a weekly review for items and an accompanying video and off you go Cool, yeah. So um, I'll try it out this week, and then we'll we'll do next episode live from the emergency room at Cedar Sinai when I'm <laughs> when my dick blows out the sides because of backup. Well, maybe you should try the tantric sex option then. Maybe you should try try that out, and then that way. Yeah, I'll, let me let me give myself blue balls. No, I I've paid for enough dinners over the years and not gotten any. I I don't I don't need to to give myself the pain. Maybe it'll help you calm down a little bit. You're really high strung lately. So high strung. Well, yeah, because I'm rocking a GIF tip. <laughs> fucking, you know, I'm fucking tuned up tight, man. It's a maybe new experience a... for you. It'll make maybe yeah, it'll heighten your senses, senses or something to that effect. You know, it might be good for you. Yeah, well, you know, uh, yeah. Speaking of relax, yeah, I guess it's maybe I'll maybe I'll have a cocktail for while we. Um, you know what's funny? It's one thing I, I did realize over in Europe. I think we talked about it last episode. Is the popularity of Jack Daniels all over the place? Yeah, they spend um, a lot of money over here, definitely. Yeah, and you know what though? I was introduced. You know, Jameson is is a good whiskey, a uh, really good whiskey. We drink a lot of it here. Um, you know what I was introduced to? Have you ever heard of Powers whiskey? No. That's like the the true Irish. If you ask people, like that live there in, in Ireland and they're like, Hey, what, what do you recommend? Powers. Got to get the powers. It's like huge. Uh, it would be, I would assume like they're Jack Daniels. Um, but it's, it's really good, dude. I bought two bottles and brought it home. And it's, uh, if you got a chance, 
give it a shot. It's yeah, I'll give it a try uh, next time. I maybe I'm out somewhere or something. I don't really drink a lot of whiskey. I only bought this Jack Daniels because you were coming, and then you didn't even fucking drink any of it. <laughs> well, I was trying to stay awake for the 6 p.m. Yeah. kickoff, and now in hindsight, I wish I had drank that bottle of Jack when we were doing the episode because I wouldn't have to watch that painful display of awful football. Um, and yeah, we can get into it, but um. But, okay, let's just right into it. The Bears and the Saints play today. A lot of injuries. Uh, who you got in that game? Oh, uh, wow. They're in Chicago. I don't care. Saints are uh, all over that game. Um, yeah, so Teddy Bridgewater's won seven of his last eight on the road, guy. And, and and how, how when you're thinking back, like, how could Minnesota let this guy get away? They thought he was not going to be their guy. And he's the Saints. have The Saints have, have the Saints lost since Drew Brees got hurt. Saints are five and one. OK, so looking to move to six and one and make the Bears three and three. And Which so. apparently is not that hard to do because you lose to the freaking Raiders. <laughs> um. You guys play Chargers next Sunday, which is going to be a good game, but that's in Chicago, I believe, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked that far ahead. I'm, I'm looking at today, and um, they're saying Trubisky's going to play, but the, everybody's starting to turn on Mitchell. Um, I want the guy to succeed. I do. Not just as a Bears fan, but as, as a – he's a likable guy, and he works his ass off. He's I hated Jay Cutler because he was a prick. Uh, Grossman, I thought, was overrated, but it's like what is it about Chicago football – that you always get these great defenses, great running backs. You could put Tom Brady in a goddamn Bears jersey, and he's going to fucking throw five picks. And, you know, it just – I don't get it. Like, you can't get a decent fucking quarterback. Now, hopefully – like, I, I really thought last year Trubisky was coming around. He's like, okay, maybe this kid's what we've been looking for. And then this whole season, um, up to this point, it seems like he's regressed. And it's really frustrating – when you got a defense that that doesn't give up many points and you still, you know, can't score more than ten points, same thing happened in the playoffs last year. And it's like, it's just, it's just to me, it's like, just a waste of a good defense. Now, speaking of defense, I the reason I like the Bears today is because, me personally, I don't think there's any way that they got bitch slapped by the Raiders. That Bears defense, um, bitch slapped. So if they don't come back today and make a showing, then I'm going to say that defense isn't as good as everybody thought it was. So I'm thinking today they 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 man up and and whoop some ass. Today. Raiders are getting bitch smacked by Packers right now, like 35-17. So I know that they were winning, and then I went and got a sandwich and came back and they're like getting their asses kicked. Um, fucking Aaron Rodgers, dude. It's just like, you know, I like watch, watching the guy play. Uh, I like. Aaron Rodgers, I just like I wish he would just get hurt. <laughs> is that, is that I just the best wish way he was in a different division. That's all. Let me no, okay, that's that's a better way of of ishing him, wishing him a broken leg. Yeah, I just yeah, wish he played for like, like the Bengals, Jacksonville, or some shit. Yeah, yeah send one of those fake teams like Jacksonville or you know, um, yeah, just uh, and that NFC North, the whole division, like it's yeah. it's. One of the toughest in football. I'm going to have to say, if not the toughest, right? Yeah, the South divisions are absolute trash. Anybody with more than, like, three wins is, like, amazing. It's going to be hoisting the trophy. Yeah, <laughs> Sipping champagne. Yeah, break. Yeah. So, anyway, screw that. So, I got Green Bay, obviously, over Oakland. Not gonna, Detroit's 
Yeah, I took Green Bay to win today too. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it's just it's tough as a as a fan of the Bears to pick other NFC North teams, but then when you're filling out your gambling chart, you got to use your head, and so it's like you're rooting for them to lose, but at the same then you look down at your sheet and you're like, fuck, I need them to win. So it's to me, it kind of makes the game a little more fun, you know. I mean, it's uh, gambling. What's not fun about about that? I know, right? So uh, Detroit and Minnesota, 28-24. Looks like um, Minnesota's about to kick another field goal. I uh, took your boys on this one. Yeah, hopefully they win. It's they're not winning right now, but they still got about. They're at home. Minutes left. Yeah, they've got time. So we'll see what happens. 49ers and Redskins. I have 49ers on this one. Well, let's see. Um, yeah, I believe so, too. Um, did anyone see this coming? The San Francisco 49ers being undefeated. Like, are they legit? No. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say yeah, because generally, I mean, when was the last time a team, like, started 5-0 and and, like, went 5-12 and or whatever, you know, 5-11? Every season. That's true. Okay. <laughs> Cleveland and Detroit. Correct me. Um, yeah. You are right, sir. All the time. Like, when they're supposed to absolutely destroy somebody, then they just get whooped. They're always always a a lock for the the, the loss on the easy win game, without question. Yeah, it's kind of like I used to say about the Chicago Cubs before they won the World Series. I'm like, hey, we've been finding ways to lose since 1908, you know? Cardinals-Giants, dude. Um, that's a close game. Eight minutes left right now, actually. This is a late podcast. I was going to get trained for something. 24-20 Cardinals. Um, I took the Giants, too. Really, They're at home. I figured two shitty teams. Just go with the home team, right? Um, not when it's the Giants, though. But they do. Eli's out, so they do have a different quarterback. Maybe. Is he out? Yeah, I don't think he's been playing. I can see uh, on my split screen. I got four games going right now, and I don't think the Giants game is one of them. Uh, it's not. Oh no, there it is. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, that's that's who I picked there. Texans, Colts. All these games are in progress right now. I would have picked the Texans. Well, let's see. Texans, Colts. I believe I took uh, I took the Colts. Colts and points. Yeah, I took uh, took Indy to win that game, and that's another. Have we talked about Andrew Luck on this season yet? On on how they booed him. You remember seeing that? I heard about it. What do you mean after he retired? Yeah, and I just thought I'm like that's some that's some Philly Eagles fan shit right there. That was just to me. I'm like, okay, the guy basically. Um, turned your franchise around for one single-handedly. They didn't win a single game before he got there, you know, that season. They drafted him. He came in, made him a contender, a legit contender for the playoffs, and he got injured more than I can remember a quarterback being injured seriously, not like bumps and bruises. Like, didn't, he, didn't they break him in half? And then, like, he, you know, like, like evil Knievel type shit he had going on, you know, breaking this, breaking that. And he, he just – your body – Sometimes you just don't want to do it anymore, you know, and, and his body's beat up. And rather than say thank you for a second, the guy's not going to be able to walk by the time he's fucking 45. And uh, Shout out to Knievel. His birthday was last week. Was it? I met him one time. 
at a place called Billabongs. It's not there anymore, I don't think, in Bloomington, Minnesota. In there having some cocktails. And he was sitting there with a buddy of his in another booth. My buddy was like, hey, man, look over there. That's Evil Knievel. I was like, oh, no shit. I went over and got his autograph and everything. He was way cool. He was actually in Minneapolis. He was going to open a restaurant at the Mall of America. And that never came to be. That's my little Evil Knievel story. Sweet. So Jacksonville Jaguars and the Bengals. I would have picked the Bengals, but I've been loving Jacksonville for years, and they suck every season. <laughs> they do, they man. Like, they are awful. Even when they're good, they're awful, you know? Um, I was just thinking about that today. Remember when they were in the Super Bowl uh, against the Niners in, like, what was it, like, 89 or something? And I think it was like at like the icky shuffle heyday and all that, which I liked the icky shuffle. Um, but yes, uh, I don't even think they've won a playoff game since then, have they? Jacksonville's beating the Bengals 17-10 right now, and it's about 12 minutes left in the game. And, and I picked the Bengals because I'm stupid. Okay. Got the ball. Sorry about the score, so I wouldn't about it. Yeah, and then, you know, like it was a, a dumb pick on my part. But when I look at my record from this season, I and I say it every year, I know why I'm not a professional gambler. Why, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm looking at my picks, and I'm like, oh, I suck bad. I mean, I, we're going to have to compare again at the end of the year, but I'm like, I'm not doing too hot this year. As long as you're having fun, that's all that matters. Exactly. You know, and, you know, if you got to go over to West Hollywood and sell your ass and put on a GIF tip and fucking do what you got to do, you know? That just sounds horrible. Absolutely horrible. Selling so, your ass with a GIF tip. Yeah. Um, the West Hollywood part of it, especially. <laughs> so, um, Miami Dolphins are heading on up north to Buffalo to play the Bills. Five minutes left in that game. Who'd you pick? Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills. Let's take a look here. And I took the Buffalo Bills. Smart choice. They're up by 10 points. Sweet. Stranger things have been known to happen, especially where the Bills are concerned, like going to the Super Bowl. How many times and not winning in a row? Three? <laughs> you ain't getting no pussy to the Bills when the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, like four times. Well, you know who else did that? I think the Vikings did it in like the 70s, didn't they? Went four times, didn't win one. Um, and, I, you know, I kind of feel – I mean, like they were like the butt of your jokes and everything growing up the Buffalo Bills. But I feel bad because, like, you read the more you read about Jim Kelly and hear about what he does and, and the – the battle, you know, you feel bad. Like, man, I wish that guy could have got a ring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, can't always, uh, can't always be a winner. No, you know, it's, uh, it's funny that you look at some of the, the quarterbacks that have gotten Super Bowl rings, and then you look at some that don't, and it just doesn't add up, does it? Rams Falcons. This is an obvious winner here. No one's going to take the Falcons I, over the Rams, are they? No, nah, the Falcons, man, they just like. They were just in the Super Bowl, like, what, two years, three years ago or something? <laughs> and, like, now they can't even win a game. Going to the Super Bowl, I learned that that meant absolutely fuck and all as of 2003 when Oakland lost to Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. And they had been and good since. They sucked, like, immediately right after. Yeah. Sucked for every subsequent season. <laughs> yeah, it's just like what but I mean to me to get to the Super Bowl is so hard. And 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 what amazes me 
is unless they really bust up a team via trade, free agency, blah, blah, blah. I don't understand how you can go from being a, a good football team to a bad football team. Really, really bad. I can understand missing the playoffs, going like nine and seven or something like that. But like, how do you go from like Super Bowl to like some of these like the next season? These guys are like, you know, five wins. It's like how you're this basically the same team. They put their you put their quarterback on the cover of Madden is what happens. They get that Madden curse. That's so, what that's what they uh, Mahomes, dude, he's out. <laughs> He's looking at, like he like he blew apart his kneecap, but they're they're talking like, well, it's actually fortunate because he didn't like uh, tear any ligaments. It's actually a good kneecap. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I Where guess. Did he get injured today? I missed that. Oh no, no, he got injured Thursday night. Thursday. Oh yeah, I was gonna say that. That's the play. Yeah, and MRI. He's gonna be out at least three weeks. Um, and yeah, he's you know bit by the injury bug because uh, I think he was on the cover of that Madden or something. <laughs> it happens every year, like, and, and these players still do it. And I'm like, no, I'd be like, hell no, you know, you're <laughs> not putting me on there. On cover Madden, so Rams are up 27-3 on that game, and uh, about seven minutes left in that one. Chargers Titans, they are the beginning of the late games for tonight. Um, wow, Chargers are two and four, Titans are two and four, and the Chargers have won the last 11 of the last 12 games. These two teams have played together i picked the chargers yeah, you gotta go with good old phil rivers or phil rivers old funky ass man yeah Just gotta pull it out we'll yeah no i mean and, and how old is phil rivers now and he's like 117 he's 112 112 oh there they go talk about rocky marciano you know how old Joe lewis was when he fought rocky marciano but it was 107 years old so um, all right so we got seahawks and ravens I picked the Sea Chicks on that one. Take the Ravens on that one. Really? They are getting Earl Thomas coming back to Seattle for the first time. Let's see. Give me the Ravens. Give me the Ravens. Give me the Ravens. Yeah, I don't think your team stands a chance against the Saints tonight. I'm just scrolling through the timeline here again. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm 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 nervous because the Saints are playing really good football even without Drew Brees. Um and like I said last week with the Raiders, that was a trap game. That's a game that 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 bear defense just didn't show up. So who shows up today? I don't know. Um, I I'm hoping and thinking the bear defense will show up because if you're going to get bitch slapped twice, then you're not the, the 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 real deal holy field defense that everybody thought you were. Um, they go to three and three, and that's bad. Problem. Well, in that division. Too bad the Bears aren't in the South because like you know oh, yeah. three and. <laughs> Three wins, like I said, you're hoisting a trophy. Um, Dallas are hosting uh, the Eagles. That's the late game tonight. That should be a good one because even no matter how shitty either team is or isn't, um, Dallas-Philly is a good rivalry. And so there's going to be fights. And and where are they playing at? They're in Dallas. Okay, so. Home win since 2016. They're tied for third for the most in the NFL. I would take the Cowboys on this one all night long. Um, I took the Eagles. I think you're going to regret that one if you. Yeah, it. well, did every Monday morning I regret every decision I made on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Not just football wise either. Fucking, uh, yeah. Well, last game Monday night football. What is up with the Patriots, man? Six and zero. Oh. Jets are one and four. Give me a break. 
And, and uh, yeah, you know, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's cool, but I'm over it, dude. And, and, you know, I was arguing with the chick this morning. What's it? Chick, don't hate, don't hate the Patriots because they're good and they win. I'm like, well, I'm just, I'm over it. You know, like, um, it's just, it, they're, they've become the, the New York Yankees of football where now there's a team you love to hate. Uh, I think it's great what Tom Brady's done. I think it's great with the dynasty, and I think it's been really cool to witness. But it's like, when does it fucking end? <laughs> you know, it can end any time now. As long as he's still throwing bombs out there and he's undefeated halfway or first three quarters of the way through the or first, you know, whatever through the uh, beginning of the season. And what's <laughs> really crazy is he's fucking our age. Like, dude, you know, <laughs> like. I can barely get out of bed after a bottle of Jack anymore. And then this guy's like taking shots from 350 pound kids every day. So he's not drinking a bottle of Jack. (laughs) That's true. But, but you got to (laughs) drink a bottle of Jack. It's like getting hit by a defensive end. Right. Uh, So it's the same ballpark like that. So Matthew Stafford was the uh, fastest person in NFL history to hit 40,000 yards. He hit that today against the Minnesota Vikings. So shout out to Matthew Stafford. But um, they are still down by four points. And, and I bet he'd trade them all in for one ring. <laughs> you know, that's the thing about Detroit. They had, like you were saying about these teams, these defenses in Chicago or whatever, Detroit would always get these dope players. They had actually Barry Sanders with uh, Chris Spielman and them in the booth tonight. And um, same thing with, like, Calvin Johnson. Both of these guys retired because they knew the team wouldn't trade them so they could go play somewhere and actually win. So they just retired. Well, and, and, and what I don't understand is, you know, in this league, putting together a, a quality team to win right now, it's not like baseball where, you you know, you got to groom players for years in the minor leagues and shit like that. You can get good players out of college. You can get good players via trade and free agency. Spend some fucking money and put a fucking contender on your fucking field for your fans. Like, uh, you know, it just, it's like, I just don't get it. You have ungodly amounts of money and they're like, oh, I don't want to spend this. And it, fuck, just pay them. You're making, you're going to make it all back on beer sales and game fucking one. Anyway, just pay it and give the fans at nobody's saying you got to deliver a super bowl every year. Nobody's saying you got to go to the playoffs every year. Just give me something that's respectable. You know, these, some of these teams are just goddamn awful. I think what they're doing is probably they're cultivating their team. They're getting it ready. You know, you start with the younger players. You're making investments in players. And then you bring in a couple. Oh, man, Minnesota just scored again. I just just saw that, dude. And I'm like, I picked the fucking Lions to win. There's still 540 (laughs) left. But they're down by 11 now. They're down by spinal tap. Uh, Green Bay is just tearing the fuck up on the Raiders, dude. Yeah, so that division, man, is just hard right now when you're talking like nfc north because you've got green bay is going to win today they're six and one now so they're number one minnesota i bet in that division you could go 10 and six and still not make the playoffs that's what happens because though that's what's going to happen watch minnesota is going to go up to five and two detroit's going to be at the bottom with two and three and then chicago will be right above us with three and three when they lose today all right. Well, I don't, I don't, I'm, you know, if they lose today, then it's, it's, you might as well just start making your uh, golf course tee times for the bears. Cause you ain't going to come out of that hole. Well, they'll be down there with Detroit, man. Chilling. So if we were in like the AFC, 
you would be laughing. Like if you're in the AFC West, second place is three and two. You only gotta have three wins. See, yeah. Oakland's gonna lose today and still be in second place in the AFC. <laughs> Denver's two and four and they're still in the hunt, buddy. But, you know. It's ridiculous. How is Cleveland in second place in the AFC North and they're two and four? Second place? Second place, dude, because it's the AFC North. Yeah, Bengals haven't even won a game. I don't even know why we were. <laughs> well, that's how you're in second place at two and four. For the people below, you haven't won anything. Unbelievable. So anyway, so um, I don't got anything else, man. Let's go watch some football. You got anything else? Any announcements? Anything happening? Um, no, not right now. Just staying busy, you know, telling jokes and all that bullshit. Um, my episode of Single Parents comes out the first week of november so i'll remind you guys next episode to tune into abc and uh watch my emmy winning performance as pizza guy number one um so um yeah that's about it from from the states here um yeah man enjoy your week enjoy the, the rest of the games on uh and don't forget to hit us up uh well hit me up jonasgarvin.com uh, shoot me emails whatever you want and don't forget to hit me up on instagram because i'm posting all sorts I'm starting this game day gourmet thing. I'm actually thinking of starting because you know I love to cook, right? I'm actually kind of thinking of starting like, like my own little uh, thing, like do little cooking segments, and maybe we can air them on the podcast. I don't know, um, you know, because uh, tonight on the menu for football is uh, barbecued pork chops, collard greens, and cinnamon applesauce, which is delicious, right? Um, but yeah, I love to cook, and next Sunday is homemade biscuits and gravy, and so, yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm kind of toying nice. with the ideas. So if you would, if you're listening and you think it's a good idea, that kind of start my own Internet cooking show. Give me a shout and uh, we'll go from there. Excellent. So that's what's happening. Um, I think that show Avenue five I did is on its way out. Somebody told me they saw it yesterday or this last weekend or something. So if you have HBO or wherever they're showing it, check it out. I think I'm in like four or five episodes, which is kind of amazing. So uh, give it some ratings. Hopefully um, we'll see me and the, the pizza guy number two on the red carpet. So. Number one. Oh, sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry. <laughs> fucking, fucking, yeah, fucking. Come on, motherfucker. <laughs> you give, give credit where credit is due. I'll send you. I'll put a picture of my trailer up on the uh, Instagram page so you can see it. It clearly states pizza guy number one, so... <laughs> Uh, although I've made the big time when I get rolls with names. Yeah, right. That's when you're laughing. So uh, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, uh, follow us on, um, you know, iTunes, wherever else you get your podcasts. That's what's up. So we'll catch you guys next week. Free Pizza Mock Podcast. Later. Later.